0: Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast is a celebration of our
1: girls, our community and our school. Hi, today, um, welcome to the MLC podcast. And we have a special guest today called Elizabeth Knight. She is the sole founder of her startup, small business and social enterprise called Purposeful. And yeah, we're just going to have just going to talk to her about what she does. Being in year 10, um, I feel as though there is like an increasing pressure, like what you talked about, um, to find what pathways you want to get in and increasing pressure, like as time goes by um, from friends and family about um, what you want to do in the future and having all the answers. Um, So have you ever felt pressure when you were at school from others about what you wanted to do in the future? And how did you deal with that? Yes,
2: well, firstly, thank you for having me. That's a great first question. Uh, when I was in year 10, I definitely felt pressure, and I think uh, a lot of it came from myself probably more than anyone else because I really wanted to make a difference. Like, I wanted to do something I was passionate about. I didn't, um, I, I felt like I owed it to myself to do something really cool with my future, but I didn't know what, what, what that was like most of us do. And so I think I would beat myself up about that a lot because there was like this idea that I think we all have and I'm not sure who it is that tells us this, but that you make one choice about your future and that, that that's your year 10 subject selections yeah. and then it's yeah. all set in stone from there. Um, but in reality, uh, it's not one choice. It's like little choices that you make every day for the next 10 20 years of your life that determine where you end up um so I really wish that we would uh yeah stop thinking about it as though it's one decision and I think as soon as we take that pressure off us to you know have an answer when people ask what do you want to do um I think that actually contributes to the problem a lot because if you don't know yeah then I and I was like that I would start giving an answer which was I'm gonna be a lawyer but That was because I didn't, like, think I was good at maths and science, so I couldn't be a doctor or an engineer, so law it was, you know, and um, I think that is really where a lot of the other problems that people have later start. Is literally with that challenge so yeah. yeah so
0: should we like take it day by day is that sort of what you're saying yes oh my gosh
2: yeah, <laughs> that is the only way to do it and I think it, it's taking it day by day but um, having like a vision in mind for where long long term you want to end up and it takes a lot of time to figure out what that vision is right but mm. I think Uh, one thing that's really important is to show up every day and to give yourself some space even if it's just like 10 minutes to actually think about what you want you know Mm -hmm. if if money were no object if you had all the confidence you needed if you only had one year left to live like how would you be spending your time and I find those kind of questions really cut cut to the core Mm -hmm. um, of who you are and what really drives you and um, we don't you know usually make much space for that but the people that do are the ones that end up feeling really confident and fulfilled um, so yes definitely take it day by day that is that is how I do it um, yeah. Yeah. for sure but having a long-term big picture in mind is really important too so you okay. know like what what's one thing I can do today to get myself that little bit closer to that end goal tomorrow that's yeah. that's the attitude that I have.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I've got a bit of a, like a linking question to what we've okay. just talked about. I think you talked about it in your talk just before, but did your thoughts about your future change from when you were in year 10 to when you finished and graduated school?
2: Yes, totally. So like like I kind of said, yeah, yeah my yeah. my idea was law and then um got out of school and realized very quickly that that's not what what fulfilled me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the kind of thing for just like my personality type um what my ideas have changed just so so much I I think my world has kind of opened honestly Mm -hmm. like I thought that there were really a a finite number of of opportunities and ways that things could plan out but that there's just endless possibilities like for what you can do and um that can become overwhelming too right when you're like I could do anything so where do I start Um, and for me, it was like, we'll start with what I really know I care about. If I wasn't sure what I cared about, then, um, it was what, you know, got me excited. If I didn't know what got me excited, it was what I really didn't like. (laughs) It was that, well, I know I hate that subject or I really know that, um, I, I don't want to be a lawyer, for example, because that is often where there is a lot of passion and like strong feelings that you can sort of go well if I don't want to be that then what's the opposite of that because maybe that's something I would really enjoy um it's often often like my ideas changed yeah because of the negative experiences that Mm. helped me to realize like what yeah the positive positive version of that was um so that's that's usually a good place to start um, okay. for sure <laughs> Interesting.
1: and in your talk you talked about like how you went away from the traditional path of like um after school you have to go to uni yeah. and perform well in that so um what made you decide that you wanted to create your own path instead of following yes. following what everyone else did
2: it is really not a glorious reason. It was just that I was so stubborn that I, I didn't knew what I didn't want and so I just couldn't bear the idea of like staying in that. You know, if someone had said, imagine staying in your current path for like the next five years, I just would have like cried. <laughs> I would have been so upset because I knew I didn't enjoy it. Um and so that was part of it, but I guess the bigger reason as well was that Um, I'd worked so hard at school and done what everyone else was telling me to do. And I, I'd kind of been promised, like we all have this idea of, well, if you get 99 ATAR, if you get a scholarship, um, then you'll be happy. Then you'll be successful without ever actually questioning, like, well, what does it mean to be successful? Mm. (laughs) Right. Um, we don't usually have a definition. It's just like this mystery, and so I'd done that once and it it didn't work out, like the expectation that I'd had, it just wasn't met. So I couldn't bear the idea of doing what everyone else was doing again, only to get where everyone else was, which was still confused, still not knowing who they were, <laughs> still, you know, like being unsure. So I figured that It was probably a smart decision to try something different Um, something yeah Yeah. something
1: that like you find fulfillment in yeah exactly you guys have great questions (laughs) by (laughs) the way these are are wicked (laughs) thanks
0: what did you so you just you took the path that no one else had pretty much yeah what were the people who did take that traditional success set out path what were they like and what did they say about what they were doing
2: yeah um well I think a lot of them don't talk about it, is the thing. It's just kind of like, oh, I go to uni because I have to. And I think you actually said that before, Kate, as well. But you don't have to. (laughs) I'm not advocating for not going to uni. Like, if it's what you really want to do and if it's the best way to achieve your goal, then do it. Um, But, yeah, a lot of those people, I think, uh, what starts to happen is that there's lots of little kind of, wins that are that are set along the path that help you to to have that motivation to keep going and by that I mean you graduate you know um and then you get your first job and then you get a promotion and then you get another promotion and it's like we're almost kind of I think at least primed to want that next thing Mm -hmm. um and then that's kind of how people then end up in a midlife crisis sometime (laughs) because then when there stops being any more of those little like shiny wins they go oh what do I what do did, now? Yeah. yeah, like what did I actually want? Right. Yeah. Um. Instead of listening to what everyone else said, I should want. Um. That's and the the problem I find like a lot of my friends have just graduated from uni, and mm-hmm. for example, like they're really really smart. They've just got grad jobs, um, with great companies, but they know they don't like them, or they know that it's not really what they're passionate about. But they think they have to stay in them because they don't think they have other options. Like the risk of taking that unwritten path on going out on your own gets like bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think um, that's really why when you're at high school, that risk isn't really there. There's not, there's no consequence of trying something different, right? Like Mm. it's not a race and everyone will tell you that once you actually get out of school, that there isn't, you know, that everybody's journey is really different. So um, when you stop comparing yourself to other people, it, that just takes so much pressure off um but yeah unfortunately I think for a lot of people it just gets like worse because um, we just keep keep it going um through school and work basically
1: yeah so like having that like big picture of that long-term goal instead of just being so closed-minded about mm. the next thing mm. um So when and why did you decide that you wanted to help people and inspire them to find their futures? Yes. Oh, I
2: love that question. Well um it it very much was when I left school and um realized that I was going through this really really big problem like because at the time it was the biggest challenge I'd ever faced that um was figuring out what to do with my myself and (laughs) and my life right and I think retrospectively like adults kind of go don't worry you'll figure it out because they forget how painful and big and scary it is when when you're you know 17 or 18 um and what really sparked like my business for me was that I could see everyone else was going through this as well, but no one was really talking about it. And I felt so alone in that experience when actually the stats now say that literally one in two people say that their biggest <laughs> challenge is figuring out their futures. Right. But those statistics weren't around then it was just like kind of this unspoken elephant in the room um, that young people had no idea <laughs> what, what to do. So yeah, um, yeah, that, that was like a big part of my why was helping to spotlight that that problem existed. And that's really why I started talking about my journey and um, sharing it like who I did with you guys today, because I just wanted someone to talk about it because no one was. And what's really cool is that um, I found that once I do share like my story and, and what I believe, it creates, like, this awesome space space for peop- other people to do the same mm. and to actually acknowledge, like, I'm feeling nervous about my future or I this is actually a really, really big problem for me, um, whereas before, like, people just didn't feel um, confident enough to do that. So, yeah, I'm always trying to make space for other people to be able to share and, like, help each other to find answers as well.
1: Yeah, and, like, a lot of people don't realise that the people around them also don't know what they want to do yet (laughs) and it's not just you and no one Mm. ever like knows (laughs) it for Mm. sure and that's
2: that's also one thing I think you the quicker you realize the better that no one else knows what they're doing either it's all a confidence game so like everyone has self-doubt everybody you know um feels unworthy and unsure sometimes but the, the key is to fake it till you to till, till you become it, literally. Yeah. Um and it's not a bad thing. It's actually just like training your brain to think positively and to be optimistic and to shop every day. So yeah. That that's so bad. funny you just say that
0: because we actually had a talk about um confidence and like ah. faking it till we make it or like keeping that unshakable confidence in a talk yes. yesterday. Um, I have another question. What is a common question that comes up in your talks um, mm. and how do you respond to it?
2: Mm. Um, a lot of people just want to know where to start. Yeah. <laughs> because, and and quite a lot of people that I speak to get overwhelmed by the fact that they have so many options or choices as well, like, um, because I think we've also had this message of like, you can do anything, you know, like the world's your oyster, but that's overwhelming as well. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. where, do I, where do I even begin I, that? Start? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's a, I think that's a common one. And um, yeah, I, I, a big part of it for me is like just making a start because a lot of people just – it's, it's uncomfortable because they don't have an answer they don't know so they just ignore it and they keep ignoring it until it just becomes this huge big problem that they don't know um mm. if you know if i gave you a blank page and said like fill it up with things that you want to do in your life that's like so 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 scary but um for when you're in your 10 um it's awesome because you're probably really quite good at filling up that page with ideas because um we're we're usually more open and creative at that when we're younger because we're not so concerned about what could go wrong it's more like why not you know what what why why wouldn't we just give this a go um and and that's why I really yeah I love like talking to your age group because they can see um once you actually show them that hey there is this other way that you could do things they love it and like run with it. I say they, I mean you guys usually because (laughs) you, you just need someone to give you the permission to think about it differently. Um, so that's, yeah, that definitely comes off a lot. I try and do that. So just to really give people exposure to like, there is another way you (laughs) You don't have to. Yes, (laughs) you can just start. Um, and yes, I love what you said. It's definitely a day by day thing. Um, Mm. trying to learn like one new thing about yourself every day. Um, Yes, that, yeah. that's my advice. That's really important. Yeah,
1: and finishing up with our last question, I think this could be like a really practical piece of uh, habit that people can put in their lives. So how do you find out more about yourself mm. and what defines you and your values? Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes,
2: it <laughs> is. I think one thing to know about this is that it's not like one exercise you do and then leave it, it's done, you know, assignment completed. Um, learning about yourself is like, something that you should do your whole life right constantly it is something you do every day and school doesn't usually make time for that so it's kind of up to you to do that um there's a few things that i do and i i really encourage people to like explore because what works for you might be different to me but it's it's just about anything that gives you like a a connection or to have a conversation with yourself about Mm -hmm. what's going on um, for me, journaling is really good. Like literally having a diary, and so it can be as simple as um, writing down like one thing that made you grateful today, what one thing that made you happy, um, one thing that challenged you, and what you're going to do tomorrow. It seems stupidly simple, right? But then when you look back over time, um, you can actually see patterns that come out. That like the things that make you you know feel full of gratitude are often similar, or the things that always make you happy it's always about like one person or activity or thing and um so it's not something that you always can learn about like as a one-off thing but it's about having the courage to show up daily I really believe um because then you know after even if you just did that every day for a month at the end of the month, you'd have 30 new insights about yourself that maybe you didn't articulate or know before. But yeah, so that's definitely one. Another one is to ask other people, which uh, I've found you either, yeah, you either like give yourself time to know more about yourself, like by talking to you or talk to everybody else, because Mm -hmm. we often have blind spots and think that you know we're maybe really not good at something or we're we're doubtful in our abilities in in something whereas our friends our family it might be literally asking um someone you know what do you think my strengths are my weaknesses are yeah they're two practical things I think
0: that you can definitely do that will help wow that's really interesting. can I just ask one more really <laughs> quick thing um you've talked about fulfillment quite a lot today yeah what's your definition of fulfillment
2: <sighs> um we're unfulfilled then we want change whereas it's like actually just being happy exactly where you are um which is it's interesting right because you're balancing you know where you want to end up but it's also that thing of appreciating like where I am today and so it's being full of all the things that you need to be happy and that's
0: the the key part is that it's different for everyone right <laughs> thank you so much for your time Elizabeth oh, that's it was like, a really interesting yeah. chat you yeah. guys
2: are great I <laughs> love the questions that's been so nice to meet you today <laughs> yeah. so thank you thank you
0: for listening to this week's episode of girls on fire the podcast stay tuned for more episodes to come